Hey guys, welcome to the Kingdom Dynamics Podcast. I'm Jonathan. I'm a Christian just like you. I believe that Jesus Christ is King and Lord, that He owns my life, that He is seated at the right hand of God, and so are you and I. We are hidden in Christ Jesus. We will judge the angels. We have the authority to forgive sins on the earth and we look just like our Father God. I want to invite you to understand the message that Jesus preached so that you can bear fruit 30, 60 and 100 times what was sown. We do that by understanding the yeast of the Pharisees and weeding it out of our mind, the yeast of Herod, politics, and weeding that out of our thinking. We do it by taking away the worries of the world and the deceitfulness of wealth that choke the seed. Come with me into the kingdom and expand it today. Hey guys, welcome back to the Kingdom Dynamics podcast. We have been commanded to seek first the kingdom of God, so we'd better know what the kingdom of God is so that we can seek it first. Jesus also, in the parable that we call the parable of the sower, he said that <clears throat> he said that the, the king of the kingdom sows the seed of the kingdom, and he explains that to the disciples and explains that by saying, the word of the kingdom is sown into men's hearts. And he who understood the word is the soil that, that grows a, a crop, a harvest. So you and I have got to receive the word of the kingdom. It's not just the word of Jesus or the word of the Bible or the word of some esoteric gospel. What is a gospel? Gospel just means good news. No, it is the very specific word of the kingdom. The kingdom, Jesus demonstrated the kingdom by healing the sick, raising the dead. In other words, he was saying there is a government. You see, the angels, according to the Bible, they are the military Jesus said when he was questioned by Pilate, he said, I could call legions of angels. He didn't say I could call Peter, James and John to come and rescue me. No, the king, when he's in a, a situation, he calls the military. See, the kingdom has a military. The kingdom has a citizenry. We are the citizens. And that is what a citizens do in a government. Citizens vote. Citizens protest. So when Jesus said, pray, what he's saying is, you are the citizens of my kingdom and I want you to vote. I want you to come to the steps of Parliament House. I want you to approach the throne of grace with confidence. 1 John 5 says, when you ask anything according to his name, according to his will, we have confidence that we will receive that. In other words, petition God. You and I are the citizens. We are not the army. Now, even though we're not the army, we are in a fight. And that's the message for today. I'm excited to bring you the message that the battle has begun. Yes, you're in your own battle. You're in your own personal battle. We have the battle of our own flesh that Paul said he you know, we have to crucify daily, we have to die daily. 
It's no longer I who lives, but Christ who lives within me. It's not my will be done, but your will be done. We die daily. We carry our cross. We follow him. We love not our lives unto death. We work out our own salvation with fear and trembling. That is the battle that's in our body. The second battle is in our soul. Jesus is the lover of our soul, but we need to deny our soul. I'm sorry to tell you the truth. The truth is the one pill that everyone wants to take, but very few can swallow. When Jesus said, you need to lose your life, you need to deny yourself, that is related to your soul. Jesus said, what what benefit is it to you if you gain the whole world but forfeit your soul? And so your soul is what you want. It's your will. It's your body. Sorry, it's your will, it's your emotions, and it's your mind. That's why Paul said you need to be renewed by the transformation of your mind. You need to be washed by the water of the word. You need to take every thought captive. You need to repent. All of these things are in the mind. And Galatians talks about the lusts of the flesh and the lusts of the mind. So your body can get in the way, there's a war. Your soul can get in the way, there is a war. And spirits can get in the way, and there is a war. Now, not your spirit. Your spirit has been made right with God. Your spirit is perfect. You are seated in heavenly places. You will judge the angels. You will live forever. There's nothing you can do. The law has been cancelled. You are free. You are free indeed, spiritually. The power of sin is broken. You can willfully sin. You can go out there and, excuse me, you can go out there and, and, and smoke a cigarette and get 666 tattooed on your forehead if you wanted to. But of course you don't want to. But what I'm saying is God is not going to stop you from willfully sinning. But if you don't, if you remain till the end, you will be saved. So you have been made right with God. When God sees you, you are perfect. When he sees you, he sees the offering that you gave, and that is the blood of Jesus Christ. He is the offering for sin. And if you have drunk his blood and eaten his body, then you are going to live forever. Jesus Christ said, this is eternal life to believe in the Son. So if you simply believe in Jesus, that he is the Son of God, that he's risen from the dead, if you confess that with your mouth, That's a petition. That's like a vote, right? Like I was saying before, then you will be saved. But you and I have got to show him that we're saved by bearing fruit. Jesus said, if you follow me, you will obey me. If you love me, you will obey me. And so a disciple obeys Jesus. A disciple follows Jesus. A disciple, according to John, walks as Jesus walks. So the third battle is spiritual and it's other people. Let me tell you, the demons did not want to be in arid places. Jesus said when a demon leaves a man, he comes back. He comes back and he finds it swept clean. He doesn't want to be alone. The demons don't want to be disembodied. Because if you're a demon, you cannot influence the physical world without a body. How can you influence somebody? How can you kill, steal and destroy when you have no hands and no feet to wield a weapon? But the weapons that the devil wields in his kingdom of darkness are lies. He has influenced the government. He has influenced people around you, people in your church. Paul says they've been taken captive by the devil to do his will. 
I think that's Paul, could be Peter or John. But but those people have been influenced. So what does the devil do back in the Garden of Eden and today, as well as today? He whispers. He's a liar. He's the father of lies. The demonic spirits, they come up to your ear and they say, oh, you're pastor doesn't love you you know he's embezzling money you know and and he sows a seed of doubt did god really say that you shouldn't eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil now this is all basic stuff but i'm trying to lay a foundation to say that there is a war in your with your body there's a war with your soul and there's a war with the spirits around you that they are people some of the people around you they look like sheep but they're goats some of your teachers and pastors and prophets and evangelists they are wolves in sheep's clothing there are false prophets if you read the bible there are false teachers if you read the bible there is a falling away There is a form of godliness that denies its power. There are Pharisees who are slamming the door of the kingdom in your face. The Bible says, and Paul says, just don't even associate with such people. You know, I went through a difficult situation, but God is amazing. God turns everything together for good. I went through a difficult situation where it seemed like everyone in my church had had lost their mind. The people who I loved, who I did ministry with for 20 plus years, they seemed to not know what the truth was. They seemed to not know what a sin was. And I left that church. I ran away, okay? Not from God, but I ran from danger. You know, God showed me that this is not a safe place to be. Now, maybe they've changed. Maybe they've repented. I don't know. I would never say that my church is was bad or was a bad church. But I could not go to a church that didn't know what a sin was. Okay? We are those who walk in the truth. We are those who walk in the light. If you want to say, you know what, I'm not going to judge a, a, a Christian, then you are outside of the Bible. That's extra biblical. Because Paul said, certainly we do judge those who are in the church. So if, if someone's sinning and no one's willing to, to confront them, no one's willing to correct it, and the church doesn't want to make a decision on what is right and wrong, they won't make a decision, they won't talk about it publicly, then there's lawlessness, okay? And now lawlessness, where lawlessness is, the love of many grows cold. So I'm very concerned about that church, but I believe in God and I'm praying for them and and I believe that they will come through this. But God is removing lampstands and that gets me to where we want to be today after the foundation has been laid and that is that the the... The economic collapse is is here. I feel it. I know it. God has spoken to me. And if you go and uh, read my podcast or you know listen to some of the things I've been saying, you know God said to me in December 2019 that uh, it's it's Revelation, uh, is it chapter six I believe or chapter nine. It talks about um, an economic collapse. And I believe that today I'm announcing it. Today is the day that it begins. And, and you know, take your seats, guys. Front row seats, popcorn. Because you and I are standing on the rock. Okay? Now, <clears throat> there's a form of godliness that denies its power. Don't even associate with them. If your church is backslidden, then, you know, walk away. There's the government. But they are, they are Psalm number two. Okay? They are planning to take down the church. 
you know, the Antichrist is wanting to take his place on the earth. He has created a a, a chaos in the earth. Everything is is on purpose. The destruction, the 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 the, the equilibriums in are, are lost. But I believe what God's shown me is that is that the rulers are going to lose control. And I have a, a theory, a hypothesis that they're about to, or they already have, handed over, uh, you know, control to the world, to an, an artificial intelligence, to a computer algorithm, and that is going to r- really stuff things up. And they're going to be shocked. These these people who are in charge, the, the Psalm 2 people, the kings of the earth, they are going to lose control. I'm telling you, they're going to lose control. Maybe you don't read anything in the paper today, but I believe that today is the beginning of the unraveling. But you and I have our feet firmly on the rock. We're not looking for Trump to be elected. We're not looking for someone to save us. We're not looking for a commune to go and, 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 and bury our hatchets in and, 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 and run away. No, we are going to preach the gospel of the kingdom of God. Jesus said that in Matthew 24. In all of these things, preach the gospel of the kingdom. Listen, you and I have been given everything we need. We've been given the kingdom. We've been given the Son of God. We've been given the name of Jesus. We've been given the Holy Spirit. We've been given the weapons of our warfare, which are not carnal, but mighty in God. What I'm saying is we have no need to worry about the future. Jesus said the pagans worry about those things. So what I'm saying is everything, every obstacle has been every obstacle to preaching the kingdom has been removed by Jesus. We have no rights, we have no life, we lose our life, we follow him, our sins are forgiven, he has given us his Holy Spirit. There's nothing in our way, and we have no excuse but to tell people about the goodness of God and to demonstrate his love. By being a living letter and being prophetic and being apostolic and being evangelical and being a mercy gift and being a financial gift. So we have, there's nothing in our way. So what you need to do is you need to win the physical battle by disciplining your body. You need to win the emotional, mental and, and, and willful battle of your soul and you need to begin to push back the, the demonic spirits in your world. That occurs through boundaries. There are some people that you shouldn't associate with. There are some some television shows you shouldn't watch. There are some demonic spirits that you need to confront. And I'll tell you something no one will tell you, a secret. You and I, we have a personal, uh, territorial spirit that we have to take out. Every one of us has a demonic spirit that we have to take out. Okay, maybe it's religion, maybe it's politics, maybe it's intimidation, maybe it's something else. But I tell you what, you have got to overcome that spirit. You've got to kill it. You've got to take it out. Jesus crossed the water to take out that demonic spirit in an offensive way. And I'm telling you, it will be there. It'll be there every day. It'll manifest everywhere you go until you confront it. Now, it appears to be big, but it's actually small. The devil is going to be appearing to us as a worm. That's the way he really is. He is crushed under our feet. People in Revelation said, is this the guy, you know, is this the one who deceived the whole world? This worm, you know, basically. So you and I are greater. We're going to judge the angels. 
Jesus said, you know, anyone in the kingdom is greater than, than anyone in the Old Testament, okay? The least in the kingdom is greater than John. So you and I will judge the angels. You and I have the power to forgive sins. And you and I look like our Father God. Let me tell you, when you confront that demonic spirit, when you confront that Jezebel, that Antichrist, whatever it is that continues to confront you, that bullying spirit, it sees God. Listen, God, Jesus said, speak to the mountain as though you are God and it will be removed. Now are the days not to doubt. Now are the days to believe. Now are the days to preach the gospel. And you and I are going to laugh. We are going to laugh. God is saying today, take your front row seats with your popcorn in your cinema room. We don't rejoice in, in, um, in people suffering, but we rejoice in the, the Lord and the victory that he is about to bring. Because he's going to come back. The kings of the earth take their stand against the Lord, against his anointed. And I'm telling you, that's fulfilled today. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to the Kingdom Dynamics podcast. Please send this to people. There are two types of people that this message is for. For Christians who do not understand the kingdom who want to bear fruit for God, who inside of their spirits they are violent, but they have never really taken the kingdom by force because they simply didn't understand the word of the kingdom. Go back, listen to my episodes, send this to those Christians who need to understand the word. And then the second group of people that I want you to share this with is people who maybe they're not yet saved. Maybe they've been reading about the new world order, the red pill, the matrix, the, you know, the, the one world government, the COVID lie, the pandemics, the scamdemics, and their eyes have been open to the truth. They realize I can see God and I can definitely see the devil. And I want to be on the winning team. His name is Jesus Christ. His return is imminent. There are more Bible prophecies and Old Testament and New Testament scriptures about the second coming of Jesus Christ than the first. We are in that moment just before the power encounter with the King of Power. He's not coming back as a baby in a manger this time. He's coming back on a white horse and it is going to be glorious and marvelous for those of us who would confess Jesus Christ is Lord and he is Lord and he is coming back soon. Join me for 100 Days of Communion on YouTube. Love you lots. Bye for now. Just want to quickly promote my online school. You can do a seven-week course on the kingdom. It's teachable.com. Just go to kingdomdynamics.com teachable.com. The first two weeks are free. Every episode is about 20 minutes designed to go through with your house church or even better, you can start a church in your home focusing on the kingdom of Jesus Christ. And the content is there. There's seven weeks in the kingdom discipleship journey. Every week has a PDF handout or you can go through it online as a questionnaire, as an individual. And then after 
after those seven weeks, there's a course on maturity. There's even a kids' church program, but I'm warning you, it's not your usual kids' church material. It is kingdom, kingdom, kingdom. I hope you find it really useful and just let your friends know that they can bypass the yeast of the Pharisees and bypass the yeast of Herod and get kingdom content for your home, for your church, and for your city. I hope you can enroll today. Bye for now.